0: never understood as a kid where the words in the book kept flipping and jumbling While every other kid was in class just running through pages I'm tripping and stumbling How come every time that I'm trying to figure out a sentence it feels like a math equation At least with that I got a calculator Teacher tell me hurry up cause the class is waiting Damn
1: In this episode I used a short rap by an unknown artist from a Speechify commercial, you know, the app that makes text into speech? Looks cool. No affiliation here. I liked the beat and the lyrics spoke to my own learning disabilities growing up. I thought it relevant to the work I did with Kyle Lipton. I was a part of his six-week uh, men's group. In the process of dealing with my own shadow work, a lot of my childhood drama traumas uh, surfaced, being able to... So being able to vocalize and express that repression, it's empowering. And so Kyle is an intuitive leader who gives psychic readings and leads men's groups to help people find their life's purpose. He uses a synergistic, multifaceted approach of feeling into your body, breathwork, and movement, creating safe spaces for men to own their masculinity. Do it, brother. All right. Welcome to Dojo Radio, health, homesteading, and human potential. Today we have on the show Kyle Lipton. I wanted to start out with a quote by a mutual friend of ours, Jacob Metzger. He said, The trick is to fall in love with your own story and follow it without holding anything back. Humans can get so distracted following what other gurus or enlightened beings did to reach that state. In reality, those great teachers were pointing you towards having faith in your own storyline. There's no one to follow, but your own heart's guidance. So I've been, you know, Kyle, I've been thinking of ways to kind of encapsulate what I want to do. And really it's about dissecting our own story. And so I wanted to just jump in and just ask you, you know, what, what started you off? Like, what, you, what got you on your journey? Like, what's a major experience in your life that, that made you go in the direction
0: that you wanted to go? Oh, man. There's so many. Um, I'll share two. Mm. One was when I was about six or seven years old. I ended up having some sexual experiences with a friend of mine who was a guy and, you know, just kids being kids, exploring. And then over time, I started to feel so much shame and guilt and I didn't tell anyone for about six years uh, until Mm. I broke down in the car with my dad crying, trying to read the Bible to fix myself. Mm. And that was kind of one of the big moments for me where I accessed vulnerability and the healing power. And, you know, that was kind of one of my biggest shame stories growing up. You know, I was a jock, a basketball player. Not something I wanted anyone to know about me. And then I reached this point where um, I forget who said it. It might have been Lewis Howes or someone else. Maybe Brene Brown. Share your story until it doesn't hurt anymore. Uh. So from that space of shame, you know, one of the quotes around shame is shame loves secrecy and I just got in this space of sharing more and more and more of my story with people. Sharing the scary, the uncomfortable, the things I was ashamed of, and that fucking liberated me. Um, Hmm. The second thing was, growing up I wanted to play professional basketball. I practiced harder than anyone I, I knew. Waking up at five to weight train at 16 years old, waking up before school, practicing for probably three, four hours a day on my own. Um, And I got a scholarship to a private high school. And I went to three high schools. My last one, I got a scholarship. And um, we had a little scrimmage, which is a practice game. And this is right before our season was about to start. My first year getting a $20,000 scholarship to go to the school, Mm -hmm. I... Breaking my entire leg, my tibia, so it was it was going from the fellowship to everything I've ever worked for, and kind of my only big significance in life, which was, better, is now crumbling in my face, and I had to miss the entire season, have a hip to toe cast, mm. um, and that awoke me at sixteen to the realm of learning to talk to girls talk to women okay um i I remember being 16 i hadn't kissed a woman um or girl at that time i wasn't i wasn't like super awkward but i wasn't i kind of just didn't know what to do fully and i remember going on google and looking up how to get girls and i end up seeing this, (laughs) this youtube video of these guys that would go out and they'd go pick up women they'd talk to them they'd have conversations and i was like whoa you can just walk up to a woman and just call her cute and start talking to her and get her number and kiss her and then that became my next fascination and i probably spent oh like picture the same dedication to basketball but to that i wanted to teach this i i had some of the yeah most wild experiences of my life and But underneath all of that, one of the things that I learned really was the power of courage. All the times I'd be at a mall, I'd see a a cute girl, and I'm like, oh, my God, do I say something? Do I not? And really developing that confidence and fortitude to just be like, this is what I desire. I'm going to go for it. And building that muscle of I'm scared, let's do it. I'm scared, let's do it, which has been probably one of the biggest gifts in my entire fucking life and has changed everything for me. So, yeah, that,
1: that really, like, answers the, like, the second question you kind of read my mind as far as those experiences kind of shaping your abilities. I kind of feel like I see it as kind of having these superpowers because coming from a, you know, this other state when you're a kid and you don't, you have all this fear, it feels like a superpower to go ahead and do those things. What are the other kind of talents or supernatural powers you kind of discovered along that, along that journey? um along the journey of like women you
0: or just, just in general, yeah my journey? yeah
1: that experience and learning to talk to women and kind of like what what things did you realize you could do that you couldn't do before
0: i mean there's the real practical like whoa i just kissed this woman i met on the street five minutes ago how mm. the fuck did this happen but you know and these are these are just stories but I think really, underneath all of it, it blew my mind and perception open to what's possible in life. And you know, one of the great quotes by Oprah Winfrey she says, We get in life what we have the courage to ask for. It. And for me, putting myself in these situations that were outside of the norm, you could say, showed me that there was so much more available to me than I realized. Mm. And, you know, I went to start a podcast when I was younger and I live. I used to live in LA and I, I remember bumping into like celebrities on the street and I'd be like, oh my God, should I walk up to them, see if I could shoot a video with them. And I did multiple times, you know, I, yeah. I interviewed a famous YouTuber for a second. I interviewed, uh, a guy called Rick Fox, who was an NBA champion. Um, yeah. and that came from that same muscle, like, I'm afraid let's do it. I'm afraid let's do it. And that transpired into, you know, me speaking on a stage or, you know, me creating something in my business that I was really excited about. It's that ability to put yourself out there past your comfort zone and see the life that's possible for you outside the lens of what's comfortable.
1: Hmm. Was there any particular uh, standout teachers that kind of helped you along the way or did you feel like you just kind of? found your own kind of inspiration.
0: Yeah. I, there's so, there's so much more to my story than, you know, I've, I've been able to share in this last two minutes. There's so much more. This is just like a small glimpse, but mm. um, yeah, there's been plenty, you know, one guy who's been a great teacher and mentor. And I used to work for him. His name's Preston smiles. Um, another great friend and mentor of mine, Oren Harris. Um, yeah, there's been, there's been so many people, man. Uh, there's more I could name, but those are, those are a couple. There's been, been a lot.
1: Well, let's go back a little bit to, you know, you, you have these experiences where you started to get this confidence. What, what brought you to the place where you thought, oh, I want to start to uh, teach people, you know, about their human potential and kind of break out, Was there any particular experience that kind of brought you to thinking about spirituality and and helping people
0: find their path in life? Yeah, I mean, you know, for me, my big reason for getting into spirituality and personal development has been just a lot of pain, quite honestly. Just I feel so much pain. How do I get out of this pain? And yeah, that, that basically became my whole life. Like, how do I master my mindset? How do I you know, develop more courage? How do I liberate myself more? How do I step outside my comfort zone? And from that place, I developed a level of resilience and a level of excitement towards human potential. And then, yeah, I, I, you know, hired coaches and mentors. And when I was about, I'd quit a job working for another guy who was like a mentor to me. I started and one of the things that happened, I was 19 and I started doing life coaching. I okay. started offering life coaching to people. And I remember taking on two clients for free. One was like a 50 something year old woman. Another was like a dude my age. And I just started helping people. And there was a pivotal moment for me. Um, I, you know, I was sharing content online. I've been doing that since 2015. Um, mm-hmm. And I created a five-day bust your fears challenge online, and some people joined. And in the first freaking day, we all jumped on a call, and I played this game with everyone. And they'd say their name. So as an example, let's say you were in the game. You'd be like, hi, my name's Chris. And the prompt was, what I don't want you to know about me is blank. Mm -hmm. And every single person went and shared and poured their heart out and being the leader, you know, I went first, I created the culture that I wanted to see more. I I shared something vulnerable in the space and that gave rise to everyone else feeling safe and comfortable to be vulnerable. And after that call, man, and you know, I was supporting everyone on that call. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm born to do this. And that is what started me on the journey of coaching.
1: Well, oh, I I'm game. You know, one of the things that I was that I thought about when creating the show is I wanted to be fun, and I don't want it just be formulaic. So, is there any kind of game or challenge that you're inspired to share with our audience that maybe they can play along in their head? And I'm 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 willing to be a little vulnerable. Do you have anything for me right now?
0: Okay. Give me a give yeah. Me a second. Give me a second yeah. here.
1: I'll just, I'll just breathe and just kind of like, you know, I, I say that and I'm just like, Oh, what did I just do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? you yeah. know, Yeah. Cause I, I, I've heard you a couple of times, you know, in in online on Instagram and I'm always kind of inspired, like how you're able to just kind of like tune in into the moment and where I think that's valuable for me. Like I like to be able to do that, but I also want to have, you know, structure in my life. So, I guess my point is I'm just always kind of like going in a certain pattern and I just kind of feel sometimes we get in a rut. And so that's that, I guess that's, that's where I feel kind of like this, this as a show, as a, as a way of helping people, you know, it's only going to be as real as,
0: as you and I can kind of express ourselves. And- totally. And, you know, a great, a great, you know, variation of that would be like, and, and I'll share the game with you in a second. Sure. You know, the a great version of that would be like, say you, you know, you have a podcast and a set of questions and formulas. But to me, the moving from, you know, your own flow and what's true for you, mm. you might go up and be like, okay, here's the question. You know, the second question I always ask on the show, but you might feel like you want to ask something else. And the listening to that is what, you know, I would say the most optimal juice. Mm. So, for example, if you have a question and you're like, do I really want to know the answer to that? Or is there something else burning on my heart to ask? Mm. And when you do that, you tune into a higher level of flow because you're tuning into a higher level of your own authenticity and vulnerability. So you might Mm. want to ask, you know, or the formula might be, okay, so what what was your greatest challenge growing up? And you might be like, ah, it doesn't feel like the right thing to say. So then you might tune. What's alive for you right now? Yeah. And then that creates more intimacy and more vulnerability in that moment because you're tuned into the flow of truth. And that, and the funny thing is the flow of truth also can create a structure intuitively. Yeah. Well,
1: before you get into the game, before sure. you we go a little further, and you said something I just want to unpack, and that was tune into. And to a lot of people, I think that can mean different things. Can you just yeah. kind of describe, like, are you tuning into your higher power? Do you have guides? What what led you to understanding your ability to tune in? Uh, but recently, mm. the practice of.
0: Listening, listening to, to that inner voice and that inner knowledge. For example, I might practice, started doing this in 2016. One of my mentors shared this with me. He was like, follow your first thought. And the first thought might be, and we can replace this with kind of the first intuitive gut feeling. The first intuitive mm-hmm. feeling might be, okay, I need to go to the store. Or you hear a voice, like, go to, go to the grocery store. Like, why do I, I don't want to go to the grocery store. I don't have anything to get. I got all my, you know, cereal and, and milk and whatever. And okay. we might resist it. But then for me, I cultivated this practice of just listening, even if it didn't make sense to my mind. So I might go, okay, I need to go to the store. Let me just trust it. And I've just had so many incredible synchronicities. Um, okay. So in 2020 i lived in new york i lived on 146th street in harlem and i was just in my apartment one day and i heard this voice and it might have been about two or three months after my dad passed i heard this voice that was like go to 92nd street i have no business going 50 blocks i have nothing to do they're like on a practical level but i was like okay cool I'll get right on. And I remember going into 92nd Street. I passed this homeless dude. And I had a, I sort of clammed up because I was like, oh, is he going to ask me for money? And normally I'm a very generous guy, but I was just kind of in that space of like, ah, is he going to ask me for money? And he's like, hey, man. And he starts talking to me. And he doesn't ask for money. He's like, that's a dope. I was wearing a leather jacket. He goes, that's a dope leather jacket. Thanks, man. then I was like, my dad used to ride motorcycles and just told him my dad had passed away. And he was felt like one of those really serendipitous twilight zone kind of moments. And he, he looks over at me and he says something of the sort, you know, your dad wants to just let you know he's really proud of you. And
1: he,
0: he just wants you to be happy. And I'm sitting here like, what is going on? Yeah. And, that was a beautiful moment of it's so safe to trust those intuitive nudges and you won't know how safe it is until you just trust it. Right? So yeah, that's a, yeah. that's a great example. So on a practical level, I would say practice your first gut feeling and start moving from truth. So there's mm. that. And then the other piece I would say, we'll go back to like a man talking to a woman, right? A lot of guys, might like to have a slick pickup line but what if instead of that you just shared what was real for you in this moment say you walk up to a girl and you're nervous or a woman and you're nervous and instead of trying to be mr suave you go hey i was gonna walk up to you and i don't really have anything clever to say and i'm nervous hi that is so much more real than anything you can manufacture in that moment and that is actually going to drop you into a more intimate space with that person so that would be another example yeah I
1: love that I love that i I draw from my own personal experience and and i want to validate you know what you shared with us in that you know you you followed your intuition to get to get that message that you so needed in your life i I know when I was a kid, there were so many times where like i was i was challenged to do something, but then I froze up you know yes. because I didn't believe that I could Uh, get up in front of people and speak or remember what I was trying to memorize. And so now this whole experience is, is me trying to experience, you know, or unblock the part of me that really wants to share. So I can, I can be expressing myself fully and be
0: fully present for people.
1: Thank you. Thank you for for sharing that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And just to, kind of extrapolate on that too when we get too caught in trying to memorize things, usually underneath that there's this like perfectionism mechanism and, and a fear of oh if I'm not perfect people aren't going to love me and you know I'll give a great example I'm a, I'm a stand up comedian okay. so that's something that I do and uh, I'll go up and I'll do comedy and I, I might have a memorized set can be amazing. And one of the other things that I love to do in a space is I'm very observant, tuned in to all the environment around me. Mm. So I might pull from someone in the crowd or what someone's doing and use that to make comedy, to make art. So now I've dropped out of memorization and just simply tuned into the truth of the moment. Right? So if I'm like, wow, that person's, you know, uh, we'll be a good example. That person looks like a young Bill Gates. (laughs) <laughs> I, might just, I might just acknowledge that. I said that. I was like, you look like a miniature Bill Gates. You know, and then <laughs> just made a funny joke off that. Right. And that was just me observing what was true for me in the moment and having the courage. Which then created more electricity in the space and more laughter. Because now I chose to honor what was true for me.
1: Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I think we need a lot of that, you know, especially with all the the polarization that's going on in the world, the extreme beliefs. How do you deal with with some of that? You know, people are so angry about what's going on. Or how do you deal with uh, expressing your truth?
0: Hmm. Feeling into how I want to respond to that. Mm-hmm, yeah trust trusting myself trusting yeah. the God, trusting the God within me more than any outside circumstances
1: yeah I like that yeah I, uh, a lot of times uh, you know I don't want to hurt you know people's feelings or you know, but I got things that I, I believe in that I really want I really want to share. And so yeah, trusting I feel is huge to kind of to speak from my heart and just you know, we can we can have tough conversations and um, but yeah, you wanna you
0: wanna hit me with that you know, that game you're talking? <laughs> sure. So here's a game you and any of the other audience can play and you can play this with your friends. It's called Rose, Bud and Thorn. So if you want to share, Chris, a rose would be, we could start actually with thorn. Thorn is something that's challenging in your life right now. A bud is something in your life that's in the process of blooming. And a rose is something you're proud of that's already bloomed. So sharing what's your thorn, what's your bud and what's your rose.
1: Okay. Cool. Say say the, the middle part again, like what does the, the bud means
0: like Right. So just to recap, thorn is something challenging. Right. Bud is something that's like in the process of blooming. Got it. And rose is something that's fully bloomed and you're just fucking proud of or stoked on.
1: Okay. Alright, I'm just letting in kind of any because can, you can either go macro or micro here, and I'm looking for some kind of recent experience. Um, the greater blossom that I'm really like just stoked on right now is that I'm challenging myself, and I'm living in a space of, of fearlessness. Yes. Where I am able to get through my fear in, in almost any situation I get myself get myself into. I'm I'm willing to just jump in and get there. So I'm going backwards with this. But the place that's budding in me is believing in my talents. Ooh. Is is having patience enough to wait for that unfolding to wait for that side of me that that can handle all of those challenging situations yes and the thorn interpersonal i mean honestly it's how i deal with the world it's it's my my wife my kids my my community that I interact with, and just having like like being my true authentic self in, in all those situations where it's like, I know I have this idea in my head about how I should be in the moment, but mm. uh, you know I can be a little controlling sometimes, or yeah. I, I can you know want my kids think I think like why should I think that I know what my kid needs to do better than what they think they need to do. Like, I want to be a sovereign individual. Why wouldn't I want them to be going toward a sovereign reality as well? And so, you know, we're all stuck in these patterns that we're given to by our families. I'm not going to sit here and be upset about, you know, at my mom and dad. Sure. I just don't want to, I don't want to relive them. I don't want to, I want to break the chains and, and I'm proud of that. But it's not, it's really difficult sometimes.
0: A hundred percent, brother. <laughs> How's that feel Fun. to share?
1: Yeah, that's awesome, man. I really appreciate that. It, it, um, I'm really blessed right now because where I live, uh, I live on a farm and we have other people that live on the farm and we have a community. And last night we actually did a kind of a similar game. It was a listening exercise where we all kind of broke off and we had the challenge of asking them like, okay, what's something that you experienced that shaped you and, and what were your impedances? And so I just love that. I just, I'm addicted to that, that, mm. to that community aspect, to talking to people and, and growing with each other because I'm tired of learning on my own. You know, I want to learn with other people and grow with other people because, you know, as a leader of men and teaching that we're, it's, it's not just surface work that we're doing to, you know, make more money or to have better relationships. And those are great things, but we're, we're on this earth on a crazy time. For you sure. know, there's just a lot to do. What do you, what do you, I would just talk on that. Talk on how you feel the state of the world and how your work's affecting it.
0: What, what do you mean exactly by how my work's affecting it? Just to well, clarify. What is, what is the...
1: How does your work or your purpose interact with shaping how people live in this world and make it a better place?
0: Well, you know, I work with, I work with men. I do psychic readings and channeling sessions, help people with their own personal transformation for men and women. And I do comedy and create content. Um... So for me, in essence, it's making the world a better place. Through most importantly, how I show up. You know, not just being a talking head and a preacher, but really doing the best that I can to be the be the embodiment of what I preach. You know, the world's there's a lot going on, and you know, the vibration of the planet is quickening, and it's bringing up a lot of stuff for a lot of people, myself included, and. One of the biggest things that I feel, and even today I just came to a deeper realization of putting God over everything. And I don't mean this in a religious sense. I mean this in putting my truest self, the trust, the highest, most loving source above everything else and quieting off the entire world to tune into and listen to my own soul. And that might look like meditation that might look like yoga, that might look like taking a walk whatever it is just literally creating the space to tune into my own soul above and beyond what's going on in my world you know, and as men and one of the practices I'm cultivating even more of is when life is wanting you, you know and I'm sure everyone here has been in one of the situations where it seems like the world's wanting you to rush, you know, wife stressed out or, or you know friends freaking out and and you think, oh shit, I need to rush. Mm. Being in the listening of actually slowing down enough to be like, do I actually need to rush? Let me ground in deeper. Let me take a minute and quicken or or deepen my breath. Let me ground my feet into the earth. And the more that we can cultivate that, the easier it's going to be for us to make powerful decisions and show up in this world in a powerful fucking way. So how my work's affecting people I would say is their own personal transformation, sense of purpose um, sense of ease and the other piece I would just share on that is more laughter, more fun, more humor more lightness while also addressing some of the things that are going on in the world and me sharing my viewpoints on them um, so transformation uh, awakening through what I share and making people laugh and seeing things from a lighter perspective and also just doing my best to be the embodiment of what I teach, you know, and to really cultivate that sense of leadership and presence and trusting God, no matter what my world is reflecting to me. And I, some of the craziest, I have so many crazy stories, but really what it came down to above and beyond everything else was trusting God over everything. And tuning everything else out except for the whispers of my own soul, which made my entire world so much better. And the more that we buy into the belief that we think we we don't have enough time to tune in or enough time to listen. That's all the more reason to listen because the moment we actually listen and step up into that is the moment we realize that it's better to trust that than being in reaction to the world. Which on a deeper level is just us being in reaction to our own mind.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's awesome, man. That's so beautiful. I, I feel a difference um, from when we first got on this call to, to this point that, you know, the, the story arc, your story, um, I know it's been it's – been touch- I've been following you for a little bit. It's been touching me, and I really appreciate all the hard work that you mm. do uh, on yourself and for others. And so, how do
0: people, how do people work with you? How do people get involved with you? Um, well, I do sessions. I do mentorship. Uh, Might be offering another men's group once this one is over. So yeah, you can follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is just my name. It's Kyle Lipton. Feel free to check me out on Facebook as well. Shoot me a friend request. My name is Kyle Lipton. I do personal one-on-one channeling and psychic readings and transformational sessions Um, and then some longer-term mentorship for people who are ready to take a deeper dive. Oh, one last other thing Mm -hmm. that I'm launching. March 13th, and I'm doing this with my beloved Abby, uh, who's my woman. We're launching something called a magic portal, which is going to be 30 days to supercharge you in connecting with your intuition, with creating magical synchronicities in your life, with creating more joy and ease. And every day you're going to get a challenge or a prompt, whether that's a meditation or a, a challenge to do, to create and receive more magic in your life. So it's a 30-day deep dive journey to create and manifest more magic and miracles in your life that I'm, yeah, it's going to be one of the most powerful journeys.
1: Nice. Is that, a, is that an app that people can get or is it uh, like, a, like an email that comes to them or how does that, what kind of format is that in?
0: Yeah, so every challenge and every day is going to be in a live Facebook group. So you'll get a chance to connect with the community. You'll get a chance to, you know, connect with other people. You and have all of the challenges and everything there so you can, you know, go at your own pace and share with the group. Well, it's really been
1: great talking to you, Kyle. Is there anything
0: else you want to uh,
1: share with everyone or any other part of your message?
0: Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having me here. I'm honored and humbled to, to talk to you and get a chance to just share my voice. Um, trust yourself over everything. Trust God. Take moments each day to be still, and to listen, and to really listen, and to move from your listening. And if you're in a struggle right now, give yourself the space to let go for a little bit, whether that's an hour, a half hour, two hours a day. And just quiet yourself and listen listen to what that voice in you is wanting to do from that space unapologetically ruthlessly relentlessly and trust that you're going to receive the most beautiful things when you act on that beautiful voice of your intuition and you know do your best to to keep your heart open to feel come back to your body do yoga dance do meditation two things that connect you back to who you are so then everything that you do will be a reflection of who you truly are and um share your story share the things you're afraid of. go to the places you're afraid to go whether that's by yourself or with a friend or with a mentor and um you'll find a lot of gold in there
1: awesome yeah i you give me uh you give me hope and faith sometimes i can get a little down like you know not like, oh, everyone doesn't, you know, isn't on the same page or this is to see people, you know, you're a little bit younger than me, um, who think the way that, that you do is inspiring. And I, again, like I said, I appreciate your all your work. So hang out for a second while I close out the show. And uh, uh, thanks for coming on Dojo Radio.
0: Thank you, brother. Love you, ma'am.
1: Love you.